Hi, I'm Jen Rogers. Welcome to the Yahoo Finance Podcast. Today, I am joined by Brittany Jones-Cooper. Hey, Brittany. Hi, Jen. How's it going? Going pretty well. We're going to be talking about Puerto Rico. You've been doing a bunch of reporting on this, and we have all seen it mm-hmm. in the news. It is just horrific pictures. What's the situation down there now? Yeah, like you said, we've all seen the pictures coming out of Puerto Rico, and it, it's just heartbreaking uh, to see the devastation and the response and all of that going on. Um, what we know now is that it's been about three weeks since the hurricane hit the island, and it knocked out power to most of the island, and still about 84% of the island is without power, which if you think about that is just astonishing that the people are literally just in darkness. On top of that, you know, they're looking for food and clean water. People need solar panels and generators and tarp to cover up their homes. And um, so far, about 45 people um, have lost their lives. And so it really is a, a tragedy. It's a tragic situation. And um, I think everybody here on the on this front just wants to know how they can help. So it's a dire situation, mm-hmm. which makes it a little strange that the topic we're talking about today yeah. is tourism in Puerto Rico. And I mean, just so everyone knows, like we, you know, we feel terrible mm-hmm. about everything that's happening down there. But it's really important for the economy to get back on two feet. And they're a tourism-based economy, right? Of course, yeah. When we think of Puerto Rico, we think the beach, we think the sun, we think you know rum drinks, and and that's all really great. But what tourism is for a lot of places is jobs and money, and that's employment for people. So I've read tons of articles where local people in Puerto Rico are just like, we want to go back to work. I have $50 left in my wallet, and I don't know where my next money is going to come from. And so bringing tourism back to the island means jobs and hope for people, something to work towards so they can feed their families. So uh, you have to kind of maybe skew what you think of when you think of tourism with this story specifically. So can people go back to work? I mean, are hotels open for business. I mean, the airport is open. Yeah, yeah. So on October 4th, um, the airport officially reopened, which was huge, the Luis Munoz Marine International Airport. Um, and that was big because we know that for a couple of weeks there were cancellations and just total delays. And the only things going in and out were humanitarian flights. And, and so, I'm, I'm going to confess something here. Yeah. That's the only part of Puerto Rico I've been to. Well, the so, airport. Yeah. <laughs> I like, right? Like You just go through. It's important, too, for the rest of the Caribbean because it's a huge connection point. Absolutely. And we had Julia LaRoche in here talking to us about her story on the uh, U.S. Virgin Islands. And, you know, all those flights, they need tourism, too. They Mm -hmm. connect through Puerto Rico. So it's really important for not just their own economy, but for that whole Caribbean economy. Yeah, for flights and cruise ships. It's a major port for cruise cruise ships ships as well. So, yeah, it's it's a nice thoroughfare. It's important to a lot of the islands, like you mentioned. Um, But the airport is open. And then other airports in smaller cities, um, like Pone and Ciba and Isla Grande, those are open but with limited service so they're not doing you know their regular operations but they are sort of coming back slowly which again is important because as we know San Juan will probably bounce back faster because it's a bigger city the infrastructure was better some of these more rural communities are going to bounce back slower so getting those airports open so they can get supplies that's that's very important for them Um, so the airport is a huge deal but like I mentioned the cruises is also a big deal and has been one of the first things to really bounce back. So those have returned quickly and are up to speed completely? No, not quite. Um, So when I talked to the tourism department, they said that last week on October 7th, they had their first ship complete their home port operation. So what that means is 
people were flying into the airport and boarding the cruise in Puerto Rico, then going out to sea for a couple days, maybe visiting other islands or just cruising around, and then coming back and getting on the plane and leaving. So they weren't touring the island. It was just, it's a home port operation, which is a big deal. It shows that Royal Caribbean, which was the one who did that cruise with Adventure of the Seas, is getting back to their regular operations. So when we think of the traditional cruise experience, which is when you disembark and get off and get to walk around and visit, those sorts of cruises will start around the first week of November is the plan. So they are getting back um, to normalcy a little bit, but it's going to take a couple more weeks. And what about hotels? Yeah, so the right now there are currently 80 hotels that are up and operating. Um, as we mentioned, the power is out, and you would think, well, how are they, yeah, how are they operating? Yeah. But a lot of hotels, as we know, have backup generators, um, and they have been able to get the fuel that they need to run their generators. And so they are currently taking reservations for now, and then you know through the, the rest of the high season, which is December through April, um, the restaurants are open and cooking food. And honestly, the capacity has been really high, and you know why? Why? Because they're housing the first responders. So a lot of the hotels are filled with first responders right now, so they actually haven't taken a hit um, because they're offering decreased rates, but they're, they've been full, which is really great for the hotel industry and also for the employees of the hotels uh, that have been open. So that's cool. One of the things I, I get, okay, so you have your backup generator mm-hmm. that can run your lights and that can run uh, the elevators. But I see all these pictures coming out of Puerto Rico uh, with the food being an issue yeah. on store shelves. So how are they operating their restaurants? Yeah. Again, I always think that um, the tourism industry oper- operates a little differently. So, you know, they have different vendors and that's where they get their food, different places. They're not necessarily going to a grocery store. Um, you know what I mean? So I think they probably have things worked out. You know, Marriott probably has their own plane coming in, bringing in things. Um, it's just very separate, which is, you know, kind of just what it is. I guess it's good for the hotels. Good for the hotels. And again, the people who are able to go back to work. Um, and like you, like I said, this is mainly going to be in the San Juan and the bigger, the bigger cities. So San Juan was the hub for a long time, but then... We saw Vieques mm-hmm. become a very popular Huge. destination for a number of U.S. hotel brands, upscale, and that seems to be yeah. just devastated. What are we hearing for when hotels that are not in the San Juan area yeah. are going to be able to get back to business? Yeah, not all of the 80 hotels that are open are in San Juan, just the majority of them. Um, it's case by case. Some of the smaller boutique areas are boutique hotels are open in different cities. It's just really what the existing infrastructure was and how strong that hotel was and sort of the resources they had available to them. So it's really case by case. There's really no sort of big swath. The big question for me, who is going to go right now and book a vacation in Puerto Rico in January? And go like online and say, oh, this is a great idea. I'm going to go to Puerto Rico. Um, I would say very few people. And that's bad, right, for the economy. I'm being facetious here. No, that's not great for Puerto Rico. But I know that I personally wouldn't know what to do if I went down there right now. You want to help, but I feel like I'd be in the way. And, you know, so it's probably easier not to go. Um, And I think when I talk to the tourism department, kind of the feedback they've had is that it's going to be a lot of people in the Puerto Rican diaspora. So a lot of people who have family there or who used to live there who now live in the States. Those are the people that are have boots on the ground right now up in the Bronx. I mean, they are sending down just 
truckloads of supplies to back to family and their communities. And so with the holiday season coming up in Christmas, like I mentioned, December starts the high season there. They predict that a lot of Puerto Ricans who live on the mainland are actually going to go down um, and visit their families, bring supplies, but also be staying in the hotels and sort of bringing in money that way. So I think those are going to be the main tourists you see. Um, but also there is a huge push for voluntourism. Have you ever heard that word? I have heard okay. of voluntourism. So I- I've never done it, though. I have not actually done voluntourism either. I want to. So give me the pitch for Puerto Rico. Yeah. So voluntourism is exactly what it sounds like. Uh, you would go down to Puerto Rico and instead of laying on the beach and, you know, sipping on a Mai Tai, you're going to roll up your sleeves and help rebuild homes, clean up devastation, you know, do whatever needs to be done. And so that's something that they're really pushing for people who do want to help and feel involved, but also maybe want to see the island and, and meet with the people and kind of have, you know, San Juan is very vibrant. Puerto Rico is very vibrant. You're still going to meet amazing people down there and experience really great things. You're just maybe going to have a different experience. And so that's sort of the push now. And there's a lot of groups online. I mean, you do one quick search and you can find a ton of church groups and just local organizations that are galvanizing to get groups together to go down to Puerto Rico during the high season and and do service, which I think is great. And how much do these cost? I, you pay, mm-hmm. right, to, to go down and yeah. land your muscle? It definitely varies. Um, I've seen everything from $2,500 up to $6,000. And that, you know, of course, depends on the length of time you go, the accommodations you choose, Um, and kind of the level of the organization you go with. And so um, it's not going to be a cheap vacation. But again, I think if you look at it for what it is, is that you're really giving back to this community. I think it makes the price tag a little easier to swallow. Rewarding. Exactly. Yeah, absolutely. And, um, you know, I think the time frame is really important here, too. Um, I've, I've searched at probably six or seven of these groups, and nobody's been super clear on when they're going to go. Um, so a lot of them are having people sign up for volunteer opportunities. And then once they sort of, I think, get the okay from Puerto Rico to bring people down, then they're going to go. So right now, I think the most you can really do is sign up and show your interest. Um, and then I think a lot, again, starting in December, I think it'll be more of a heavy push for volunteerism. What if you're not part of the diaspora? Mm-hmm. You don't have family down there. Mm-hmm. You, um, let's say... You're, you can't volunteer. You've got little kids. You've got other stuff that's going on, and you're, you want to go on vacation. Would Puerto Rico be a good place to look? Like, are there are there deals down there right now? Like, you want to do good by putting your dollars to work in mm-hmm. some place that needs your help, mm-hmm. or are they just not even ready for that? So I would say um, right now they're not even ready for that. Right, that that's a lot to take on. But I did talk to the tourism uh, executive director. And he was very optimistic that by December 20th, they would have things in order enough to welcome leisure travelers. December December 20th. 20th. I don't know. You know, that that's him being optimistic and hopeful. And hopefully that is the case. Um, so if you are looking maybe around like a New Year's or something, that might be. And again, I think it'll be specific resorts and hotels. It's not going to be kind of everywhere. But I think that will be an opportunity sooner than later. But I think right now it's definitely going to be more voluntourism. I know a lot of the hotels are actually partnering with NGOs. They're offering lower rates um, for people who are coming down to do service. And so that sort of seems to be the the package deal right now. But for leisure travelers, um, if you really want to go down there, New Year's, maybe. 
maybe New maybe. Year's or maybe New Year's next year. Yeah. It might be filled up with all these volunteers. I was going to say down. the hotels are at capacity, so it's not going to be. Yeah, it would just be, I think, a weird time to go. But I, I wanted to like, quote him and say that's their plan is to open it up, but I just think it would be really difficult to go down there and sit on the beach kind of knowing what's happening around you. Everything has become political yeah. under President Donald Trump, and uh, the NFL is political now. Everything. Is tourism at all in Puerto Rico? And I raise this because Puerto Rico has this debt crisis, mm -hmm. and we've had the president out tweeting about it and talking about, you know, that we're not going to be able to have FEMA there forever. Does that push more people to go? Did the tourism board address this at all? Or are they worried that there's going to be any sort of backlash about it? So the tourism board did not mention that at all. I feel like Trump is their last concern, as I think he should be for most of us. Um, I think this is our territory. These are our countrymen. And I think a lot of people just want to help how they can. So you'll see that they uh, just had that One Voice Somos Live charity event, and they raised $35 million. It was like a star-studded event, and it was amazing. And so people want to give money. We want to help. And there's, you know, if the government's maybe not going to do it with enthusiasm, I think the American people will. And we've seen that, again, with that charity event. So I don't, I'm not really worried about Trump, and I don't think Puerto Rico should be either. We also have Elon Musk yeah. trying to get involved and that? saying that he's going to be uh, hopefully getting them these you know, power wall batteries yeah. and solar power to make that happen. Could the future of Puerto Rico and, I mean, the other islands down there as mm -hmm. well that have been hit... Will they look different in, in five years? Like, do you think they're going to harness technology in a way that we haven't seen before? Or is it kind of just, we just got to rebuild and get people back down here as tourists and it's just going to look the same? I would hope for the sake of the islands and the people that they uh, build some infrastructure that can last. Uh, this will not be the last hurricane that hits the Caribbean. We, we know that. So you would hope that they move forward with some thought and some focus in doing that. So what Elon Musk has proposed, how cool would that be? That would be amazing. Um, but I would even think like baseline. I'm from Omaha, Nebraska. We have tornadoes every year and our power lines are underground. Um, it's just so we're not caught rebuilding every single year. So even if they move forward just a little bit and did that, maybe we don't need a solar panel grid, uh, but maybe just power lines under the ground would be a move in the right direction. <laughs> Some simple. Yeah, simple improvements. Um, and I would think would be cost effective and, you know, not going to cost too much, but would definitely help, I think, in future disasters. Well, everybody in Puerto Rico, we are thinking about all of you down there and hope that the rebuilding process is swift and that you get Brittany and I down there voluntourisming. Yeah. Soon. I'm going to head your way. Absolutely. If anything, this has spurred my desire to, to visit that beautiful country and help out. And uh, Brittany, thank you so much for the update on how the uh, tourist economy is working down there for them because it is so important. So important. And it's good because we can all do our bit because yeah. we could go. We're going to go. I think they'd, we'll be, get they'd even be happy if I go have a Mai Tai. <laughs> but I, I will also lift a finger. Awesome. Uh, Brittany Jones-Cooper talking about Puerto Rico for us. Thank you so much. I'm Jen Rogers, and you've been listening to the Yahoo Finance podcast. Don't forget to subscribe to us so you don't miss any episodes. Also, rate and review us. And send us any comments. Talk to you soon.